And you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh, following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Uh, it was a port city on the Mediterranean, and it was home to one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, the, uh, the Temple of Artemis or Diana. So Paul's letter is addressed to one of the most cosmopolitan cities in the world at that time and perhaps probably one of the most anti-Christian cities in the world at that time and it was addressed to the church in Ephesus. Unlike some of Paul's other letters, it's not written to address a particular concern or, um, or error. It's a general teaching letter. His purpose is to grow people's understanding of God's eternal purposes and grace for them. Um, and not only, to, not only to carry a message that we are saved for personal benefit, but for the benefit of the wider church and to bring praise and glory to God. So Jess is going to help us take a closer look at that. Um, hand over to you, Jess. Yep. Oh, come on. All right. So a lot of what I've got um, has come from uh, an author, Ruth Cho Simmons, and also... Also, sorry, pastor and author John Piper. Now, to start off with, um, there's a couple of things to note in this, these three verses. Um, we, I want, we're going to look at the relationship between grace and faith. And we're also going to look at the relationship that um, there is between, I've got to find it now, saved and works. Nope, it's here somewhere. There, works. Oops, correct me thing. Anyway, so we're going to look at those, um, and I can, before we sort of start, I can also tell you the big idea here. Um, as Mike just, as he just mentioned, um, the last sort of thing he mentioned was that um, the book of Ephesians is written to, um, yes, just talk about salvation and grace that the people have personally, that the church has, but all to the praise and glory of God. So our big idea here um, at this passage, as the book of Ephesians shows us, is that it is to the glory of God. So that's some of our big idea, which we'll get back to. Um, now, what I want to start with is just together, going through what you see, key words, maybe phrases, um, anything you sort of... This, we want to do sort of observations, straight up just factual observation on this verse. Um, what can we see is going on and then we'll look, we'll sort of go through it bit by bit and sort of interpret it out and get more details. 
um, and then we'll get to some application um, as we go, but at the end as well. So first up, um, let's look at, give me what you see when you first read through, look at this verse, um, when Karen read it earlier, that kind of thing. Um, just these three verses, what have we got? Anything? There is no wrong answers, absolutely none. You can see the word we are. What do you see? Mm-hmm. Yep, right. So, you, yes, there's definitely this. Uh, gifts, not from yourself. Yep, yep. Not works. Yep, okay. So, not from yourself, not by works. Yes, so you've got some of those things. That's, that's not, not us, given. Yep. What else have we got? Yep. Yep, so Yep, so we've got work here, handy work, good works. Yep. And um yes, cuz repeated words are really uh, they're a good indication of what's going on. So we've got a few repeats. There are other repeats in there that could be pointing towards something. I've probably cheat well, not cheat. I've probably grabbed some of the big words myself. We've got grace, faith, saved, works, like we've just mentioned. What else have we got? Mhm. The boast, yeah, yeah. So that's linking back, isn't it? So we've got boast linking. It's some, and we'll talk that through. There's somewhat of a link going on here with boast. And some of those works words, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, I am a bit, I think, but yeah, I'll keep that up, yep. This? Yep. Yep, so you've got that advanced word, prepared by God, that's finishing it off. So we've got, it's sort of, there's a few indications that there's God's at work here, isn't there? Absolutely. So we've got prepared in advance, God. Yep. Um, the, look, I, there's some other things you could get. Yes, good. Yep, I love that. Yep, have, yep. Mhm. Oh, I see. You. Yep. So. Yep. So you've got an instance with have been saved, and then you're following. There's that ongoingness of with some of these things that it's prepared in advance happening more more's happening than just there's something that's happened and something more to happen that sort of idea oh, sorry was this is this sort of past future that's is that present yep mhm mm so yes past you have been saying mhm mm mhm mm yep and we've got some future thinking in this verse. Yep, we're pointing to, we're pointing back, we're pointing forward. Yep. Yep. 
This is, is, yep, yep, yep. We are, yep, so we've got some present stuff. We've got past, what's been happening, have been saved, to the future, preparing in advance. But right now there is, is not, are, uh, we are, present, yep. Um, you've got quite a few, there's a, there's a couple of fours that'll come up. Um, there's a couple of just where we've got some other words here that'll, that are quite key. You can nearly underline every word. <laughs> and you can, and, but that's all right. So this is our observation. This is like, you know, look, there's heaps going on. This is three verses. Like, and which, there's the whole Bible. Like, this is cool. This is good. So there's a lot going on just from what we can see straight up. So what I want to do now, unless anyone's got any more burning observations... Yes? Yes? Do. And I feel like there was another do, isn't it? There's another do. And there's a couple of do's, but we finish off with do. I like that. That'll come up. All right. A lot of this will come up. Um, so, but to sort of get this, to, you know, be a bit systematic about this, to sort of stay on track. Uh, and look, there, you could do this. This isn't the one way to do this. There is every time, there is many ways to look at what God's got to tell us through his word. But we're going to go through it in sort of one way with three points. And they sort of, and to make it nice and easy, we're going to take the first bit, second bit, third bit. So if we start off with the first bit, and we start off with four. Now four tells us we're not just, it's not just eight to ten that's got to matter here. There's more. Now, we could go to the whole book of Ephesians, which Mike shared a bit about um, some of those main things that Paul was telling the church in Ephesus. There's that. But what we could go is just to what Karen read as well, just those first um, seven other verses. Um, so for the verses prior, it's much of the same discussion as these verses. So it fits nicely together. Um, there's, it's steps of, God, of how God will accomplish his purpose. Um, and his purpose is, and it's not in these chapters, um, as we talked about, the book of Ephesians is showing us the glory of God. And in chapter 1, verse 14, the which is the very uh, last bit of that section, and it says all this to the praise of his glory. And so this is to the praise of his glory, and yet this is God's work in salvation to the praise of his glory. So we're going to see that as our main idea. That's what our four is sort of saying. Don't just look at these three verses. What else is happening in the text? Um, so we can see that that's the bigger discussion here. And then if we zoom back in, we've got probably our first stop-off point is grace. Um, for it is by grace. Um, so God is the giver of the grace here. He is the author of the grace by which we are saved. Biblically, um, it's God's unmerited favour, um, goodwill, loving kindness, divine, a divine acting for us, grace. That is that divine acting for us. Um, so that is grace, and for it is by grace. So grace, we'll talk more about that. You have been, so it's done. Saved. Saved from what? Pardon? Sin and death. Yep. Judgment. Yep. And it's very much in the verses beforehand. I don't know if we... Ha 
Well, you can give us verses. Give us further up in the chapter. Give us verses 1 to 3. And Mike might read them. And that's a good, that's those things. Death, sin, what's first? So this is what grace we have been saved from. So this is Ephesians 2, the first first three verses. Mm -hmm. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live. When you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. So, with that up there, what you can... its Yes, it's death, it's judgment. There's lots of little... Well, lots of things we're saved from. What can you see in those few verses that we are now saved by grace from? Yep. Yep. Pardon? Sorry. Oh, you've got to tell me what that means. Do you know what it means? Perdition, well, hell. Yeah, okay. Like that judgment, hell, wrath. Yeah? 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 Hmm, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep, yep. Because this is not him forever, isn't it? That, that dead kingdom of the air, the rulers. Other. This is the other. This is the other direction. So, and that's not. That's why there's a grace saving us. Because that's where we need to end up. Yep, that's what he wants. Yep. So there's plenty there. Um, there's yes, that wrath, that judgment, that death. Now I've got stuff like. Um, this is this is that final judgment and that wrath. We we are stuck though. Dead, dead is stuck, dead, lifeless, helpless, sunk, like uh, like bottom of the ocean, sunk, dead at the bottom of the ocean. And from that position, there's no way to just like try and swim up and call for help. It's not that you're drowning. It's that you're dead at the bottom of the ocean. That's what we say from. So it's a big deal sort of salvation. Um, there's no way to reach up and ask for help from dead at the bottom of the ocean. If not for deliverance through the grace of God. This is the but God moment. So you can see it at the very bottom there, but... Now, I don't know if other people have got different translations on them. Some translations will say, but God. This um, NIV says, but because of his great love, God... But there, this is the but God moment. Now, the, the Bible is full of the but God. There, there is Abraham is about to kill Isaac that we did four weeks ago. That, and, but God steps in and says, no, 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 I will provide the lamb. That's the same. There's but God moments throughout the whole Bible. It's always, but God acted, but God came, but God gave, but for the grace of God. So you'll see them all throughout the Bible. So we are saved by the grace of God. We were dead, but for the grace of God. Um, and that is God's grace offering and securing our salvation. Now, our next stop off is we are saved by grace, saved through faith. So faith. Faith in Christ is what we're talking about here. Faith is the key that unlocks the grace 
that makes this transformation possible. The gift is there, available, waiting, but it is faith that allows us to take hold of it. Grace is activated in us through faith. There's a quote now that will help that will help get our heads around this that Michael read. Um, so this is the quote from John MacArthur. Oh, yes, the quote from John MacArthur. Faith transports God's promises into the present tense. Real faith implicitly takes God at his word. Faith is a supernatural confidence in, and therefore reliance on, the one who has made the promises. So, um, yeah, so it's a big thing to get your head around faith, but um, one of the ways I've heard it described is that um, faith lets grace be grace. Faith is not a strength that we build up. It is God at work. Faith is understanding our own sufficiency, our own deadness, um, and then needing him, um, needing God. um, And that faith is digging in us a channel for grace to flow. So God's at work digging a deeper and deeper trench into the foundation of our hearts so that grace can flow through. And to the point where grace gushes through our lives and out again. So faith opens us up to grace. So there is this link. These work together to save. Faith, through faith, by grace. Um, And this basically makes, would, would be a good way to sort of put that together and make that point one of what we're sort of talking through in this verse. Point one being how grace and faith work together to save um, by grace, through faith, you have been saved. So keep, we'll keep that in our minds because that's, that's how we're saved. Okay, so if we go into point two, we'll sort of follow the verse. And we haven't mentioned it, but this, this is, this is a controversial word. What is this talking about? And this. Salvation, Salvation yep. Faith, yes. And I think this is divided, scholars. But as a general rule, it's salvation, but it's salvation, grace and faith. It's by grace, through faith, we are saved. This, this, this whole thing that we've just discussed. Point one is this. Um, So, um, and that means grace and faith working together to save. This is not from ourselves. So it matters what this means because... Um, it, because it means that this great faith saving us is not from ourselves, a gift of God, not works. So all of that means it's not human efforts that can contribute. It is a gift. It, we're saved by grace through faith from God, not ourselves. Um, faith, no less than grace, is the gift of God. So all of it. Salvation in every respect is not our own doing. It's God's doing. We can't earn it. We can't do it. Um, we, because we are dead at the bottom of the ocean. So that means we need his, his, him to give the grace, him to give the faith to save us. So this is basically our second point, because, but it flows into this bit. So no one can boast. So... If we, if this is not from ourselves, if it is not, it is 
God's grace. It is, God's, it is the faith that God digs that trench of faith into our hearts to flow his grace through to save us. Then we cannot boast. Um, no one can boast. And we get rid of self-boasting. And we make much of God. And then all glory to God. So we see how by this being, all of this being, the way to be saved, we, can, we don't boast and we give God the glory. And his glory comes out to the praise of his glory in his work in salvation. So we'll see a bit more of this not boasting because we've got another four. So if we move into, say, point three um, and take verse 10 for point three, um, we can see that we can't boast because this is true, but we can't boast for this, this is true. So this will also show us that we can't boast. Um, the grace and the faith is in ours. Our saving is in ours. It's God's. It's his gift. It's his work. It's not ourselves. Nothing to boast about. But as we go on, there's nothing to boast about. What makes us see in this second half that there's also nothing to boast about? Some of those words sort of indicate it too. Yep. We are God's, yep, prepared. Which God prepared in Christ? Yep. So, again, those, those indicators in that second verse, in that verse 10, sorry, that there's no cause for boasting more. And we'll get into exactly what that looks like. So, if we break it down, create, if we start off here, created. Now, created is that created, made new, new creation. Um, it's the new nature. It's the transforming, changing part. This is that big church word, sanctification, which is being sanctified, being changed, being made new. God at work to create and make us new. Now, the other thing is in, big word, because we're in Christ Jesus. So now that is the position we're in. We are in Christ that's our new legal standing. That's the not dead that we have. That's the alive in Christ. Um, so we are now not guilty, not dead. That is our justification. That is our just position. There is no... That's another big churchy word. It can be, but it is our... It's basically, that's our just position. That's our position, our new legal standing, our new not deadness. So we have this... From this position in Christ Jesus... We are being created, we are being made new, we are being made more. And, and we are being made into God's handiwork. Some translations have workmanship. So in Christ Jesus, created into God's handiwork to do. To do, to do good works. Now, what, whose good works? What are these good works? Well, they're good works which God prepared in advance. So he's, like we said, he's at work here. So, um, yes, his, that's the sovereignty of God. He's overall, he's planning, he's been at work planning our good works, the works we are to do. So do being that there is something for us to do. There is an active part, yeah, active part, active part. But it is his good works 
And it is from this position of in Christ Jesus being made more and more into his handiwork to do that. So we again, we, from that place, it is all God. It is all his good works. So glory to God. Um, and you can see how it keeps pointing back to give him the praise of his glory. So that's basically um, point three, this working out our salvation. Um, there's more here because there's still the, we've explored this relationship and how these both from this is from God and it works to save us. It is by, through faith, by grace that we are saved. But how does saved and works work? Um, and we'll just explore that a bit more and try and get some application out of this. Um, and that, um, so there's got to be purpose to our transformation um, from spiritual death to life. The life-transforming grace is the fuel that allows us to bear the good fruit, to do the good works and good fruit of what he calls us into. Grace doesn't save us so we can stay the same way it found us. Anything less than genuine progression towards real change is an outworking of cheap grace. And we've got a quote on cheap grace too. Yeah, this is the Dietrich Bonhoeffer quote. Yes, so I think that that's what this is our... We, we, this is our position of being born again, not dead. We were dead and now we are reborn into in Christ, our new position. Yes, so our born again position. Mm. Bonhoeffer said, cheap grace means grace without price, grace without cost. It's not cheap though. It's costly because it costs a man his life. And it's grace because it gives a man the only true life. So there's, we don't want cheap grace because it's not cheap grace. It was everything that Christ gave to save us and therefore, and through that we get our only true life. And if we're talking about our only true life, how much is that worth? That is worth everything in our doing. Um, so grace is not a betterment plan. It's a total replacement offer. It's a born again new life. Strive to do good works, but not alone, because it's not alone. He does the work. It is in grace, by grace, through grace. We will never find ourselves needing grace any less, any less than we did at the bottom of the ocean dead. As we do the good works as, that are prepared for us, as we are created into his handiwork, we need the grace, the grace and that faith working through our lives just as much as we needed it when we were saved. The good works that Christians do are a result and consequence of this new creation, of this born-again life, of this saved life. We've got a couple more quotes that sort of bring this home. Firstly, Simons, do you want them both, Jess? Yeah, I think okay. so. That's good. Don't you see? Grace is not the reward in itself, knowing Christ is. Grace simply makes it possible for you to stop striving for yourself and strive out of love for God instead. And then there's a quote from John Piper. Grace at work in our lives is different from betterment. 
Jesus does the work of transforming us from dead in our sins by grace through faith alone, so that all our improvements, all our good works, are not a regime of self-betterment, but instead a humble reliance on his grace to bring about our transformation. So um, as we, so that's sort of that's, that, that's the application part. There is the active, there is the doing, and yet we can sort of rest in the fact that um, it is his work, so we can do our work. He's done the work. He's, if we sort of go backwards, we've got stuff to do. But, and they're good works, but they're the works he's planned and he's prepared. And we do them from a position of being in Christ, our justified position of this is who you are now. We are being created and sanctified and made new and made into God's handiwork. And we're doing that so that we can't boast. And we still can't boast anymore because they're not our works. They're God's gift to us. They're not from us. All of this, this is none of this, this saved through faith that digs into our lives and lets the grace flow so that we can be saved from, if we go further up in the passage, from that dead. So we can see that his work enables our work and it's all to the glory of God. So, yeah, so that's how you can sort of work through a passage and see how you can get to application, get it down to pathway 2023 um, from as we break it down and get that interpretation out of all those observations and things we can just see as we just grab a passage. Mm. So, yes, and that's that. Thank you, Jess. We are uh, almost at the end of our service, um, so I'm going to wrap up and then we'll, we'll finish with a song. Um, but I hope to see some of you, all of you, uh, many of you, um, for our Bible workshop tonight, which we'll be doing some of this and learning how we might do it and sharing how we might do it. Um, so please feel very welcome to join us at 7.30 this evening here at Pathway, and those Bible workshops will run Sunday evenings until Easter, so half a dozen of them. So if you can't make it this week, yes. Yes, this one, this one. Ephesians. Yep, yep. Um, in in fact, um, no, I, I'll leave that for tonight. But yeah, we're looking at Ephesians, and we'll be amongst those that are there. We will be sharing. Uh, how this might work, how we might do it, how we might take some of it away, how we might bring some of it back the following Sunday and so forth as we, as we work through this book, Ephesians. Thanks, Ryan. Um, next week, um, we're here again, and I think you're leading us next week, Ryan. Is that correct? I think we're looking at um, the very first chapter of the very first book of the Bible. So we're looking at Genesis and then Andy. Are you on the week after that? Um, and then, thank you, Andy, and then Et um, will lead us into our Easter series. Um, for those that aren't on Zoom, church will continue. Um, we would love to share in one-on-one um, -on -one prayer with you. Should we put up that prayer slide? Um, because it's such lovely photos. Um, these people here would love to pray with you. So if um, there's anything in your life at the moment or anything from today's message... Um, 
grab somebody on that slide, or Jess or me, and we would love to talk to you more to share with you in prayer. Um, if not, then please join us for, for coffee and fellowship in the foyer. Um, as I mentioned, there's no um, collections, but the, the, uh, there is a box at the back for, um, for those that um, want to make a donation. Um, I'm going to leave you with a, a dismissal or a blessing, um, what we call a benediction from the book of Ephesians. These verses come from chapter 5 of Ephesians, chapter, uh, verses 1 and 2 and 18 and 20, which say, Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrance.